James Marsden, man. Stud. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Ay, <laughs> caramba. A lot of good stuff there. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> It's Monday and I'm pissed. Why are you pissed, DJ? Because I'm not pissed that Scarlett, Joh- Scarlett Johansson and uh, Colin Jost were seen making out at the SNL after party. I'm pissed that th- there's going to be a reaction to this and this is going to boost up Colin Jost. Yeah, this is definitely going to boost up Colin Jost. That's a. Like, you know my thoughts. I'm never surprised when there's any sort of imbalance between, like, hey, this guy's prettier than her, this girl's prettier than this guy. There's always going to be an imbalance, and it can swing in wild, crazy ways. Just hope you're on the right side of it every now and then. So but, I, I don't think that we've had this discussion. I don't think Colin Joseph is, is, like, particularly attractive, but I don't think that that's a major imbalance. I think it's I think it's more of a major imbalance just because she's like an A list movie star and he's fucking Colin Jost. And no, do, so do you do you think that she's not that hot? Oh, she's she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's a perfect. But like, he's a decently he's a decent guy. Like, I, and I <laughs> again, I'm not so like if these are two people on the street and I saw them walking down the street together and they're not famous people. And I'm not surprised by that. Right. I'm not surprised by it. He looks like a guy. Yeah, exactly. He's just like a, he's just a person. But again, I'm still searching for what's so fucking great about him. He, there's that, nothing great about yeah. him. Yeah. So Scarlett Johansson, not to uh, not to shame her, but the, that girl is, seems like she has some issues. What? Why? She's been married twice for like less than a combined eight months or something. That's like how that. I would be married, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I, I think I think this latest marriage, she's been married for like two years or something like I that. I read that in the uh, page six. But she was married to Ryan Reynolds for like less than a year. Ah, uh, see, the the issue though is if you're as beautiful and great as Scarlett Johansson, you have to kind of I think uh, kind of entertain your mind. Be like, you know what? There's no. I'm not going to find an equal, so I might as well do some fucking weird shit. And like, oh, Colin <laughs> I, Jost, get over here! Like, yeah. Colin Jost was well, probably not the most attractive guy at that SNL. Oh, definitely party. not. No, but like, Keenan Thompson is more attractive than Colin Jost. And Keenan Thompson, I can assure you, is there because you know what? Ke- where Keenan Thompson goes, SNL parties. You know where he's going to go for probably the next like 600 years? SNL parties. SNL parties. That guy is maxed out. Uh, <laughs> Um, People don't talk about that. That Keenan Thompson's never going to go up or down. Well, the there was like a rumor that he was leaving SNL, and then apparently, and then it probably not. proved to be not right because <laughs> Keenan's never going to leave <laughs> SNL. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I just think that Scarlett Johansson. She's she's also said that monogamy is not for her. I did read. So you and I have read the same story. It seems. <laughs> uh, uh, and, so she. It seems like she's a bit of a wild child, which is. I don't think that that necessarily makes her uh, a wild child. She said that uh, she doesn't think it's natural to be monogamous. Yeah, but she's definitely like a freak and definitely like an animal. You know that she's totally good to go, man. Well, I I just, that's the vibe that I get from Scarlett Johansson is that she probably loves to have a wild time. Okay. So, uh, like I, I would imagine that she was maybe a little going a little crazy at this SNL party and just was like lashed well, onto Colin Joe. She and spoke went to down. Colin Joe. She's <laughs> going crazy. So we're we're not in disagreement there whatsoever. How uh how wild do you think SNL parties are? Uh, I think that uh, I don't know. I think I think there's like probably like a kind of cloud of douchiness around that group, right? 
especially after watching uh after watching don't think twice yeah you get the impression that the people in that business think that the snl people think that their shit doesn't stink which i would assume anyway right yeah I mean, even like, though i love all those people individually i just assume they all get together and they're just well, fucking I, like, I feel eh. like yeah well i feel like if you for them like they're at the peak of their uh yeah right like their yes industry yeah like of improv and stuff like that so like People at the top of their industry are typically a lot of the times douchebags and baseball like, players, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so, but I it said that they were raging until like the early hours of the morning. So, like, and they were at the ice rink, the, the, the like the the Rockefeller yeah. Center one, and they're just like raging in the middle of the ice rink until like four in the morning. That's pretty badass. People just making out at the bar and stuff. <laughs> it's cool. I'm into it. <laughs> <All right>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, well, Sunday is their only day off, I think. Yeah, so I feel like they just so go they wild. they sleep in, right. So, like, Saturday, you blow off all the steam after this fucking wreck of a week. There's a story I read on um, on Vanessa Bayer, and it really made SNL. Also leaving SNL this Is year. she? Yeah. She's awesome. I've She, like, when she first joined the cast, I was like, I think she's funny. I think she's kind of hot, too. I do, too. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Like I, I don't know why I'm attracted to her, but she's kind of hot. Because she's hot, you can just say that. Because but I, I'm going to shame you right now. She's not because the kind she's of, right. Because she's, she's not the kind of girl that I usually go for. Yeah. Well, so. she's also not like when you think of hot celebrities. No, she's you think not of in there. like yeah. a, you think of like skinny as a rail, blonde, whatever yeah. this that. Like, but she's a person that she's like a hot person. Yeah. Okay. If you, so, if Fine. you saw her in real life, you'd be like, you know, it's kind of hot, That's Vanessa. Bad. No, you wouldn't call her Vanessa Bayer. That's true. You, if Good she point. was just in Good your point. life, you'd call her Vanessa. Um, so, I, I get, so I'm not mad about those two making out. Whatever. I'm probably not going to make out with either one of them, so it doesn't affect me. But people are going to be like, hey, see, this validates Colin Jost. And when I say people, I mean people who listen to this podcast. I don't fucking buy it. This doesn't fucking change a damn thing. He's still... He's still like a, a kind of funny, kind of handsome. Not how, not how huge mad in either direction. You? How mad were you that they they labeled him as handsome comedian? That was the angriest I got. Yeah. So um, he's not handsome enough to call him a handsome comedian in a fucking article about it, right? Like I'm tr- like uh, the the article should have been like not handsome enough to hook up with Scarlett Johansson comedian, right? It should have been like the scrappy comedian, something that that makes him really seem like an underdog. There, something that I've noticed about Colin Jost and watching SNL in recent weeks is that he has no upper lip. Yes, yeah, someone has pointed this out. To yeah, me. it was me on the yeah. text chain. He uh, so he has no upper lip. Also, do you know that he wears the same suit and tie every, every single week? Every single week, and it's like his little joke. Like, real fucking funny. Someone <laughs> couldn't fucking make you clothes and you're choosing to not have them, you fucking idiot. Yeah. God fuck damn it, guy. Colin Jost. Uh, you know that he used to be a guy with a fucking beard and stuff. Really? Yeah, he used to. I think that he and I used to be not so different. I think that he used to hot tub uh, affect himself from time to time. Make himself a little ugly, clean it up, get the wows, go back to being ugly, mess around, gain a little weight, fuck around, do some bad mustache. Grow a beard, make up with Scarlett Johansson, you know the fucking huge. But yeah, I I don't know. This guy's in my fucking head, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. I'm just so fucking rattled. He's, by he's definitely in your head, and you are you're very rattled. You're he's like been... you're doing the whole like 
I'm, I'm, I'm not fine. Even, I'm, I'm fine. Not, I'm not even mad. This is funny to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. you're, just, you're there's, there's pain behind those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. He's uh, he's been in my head for quite some fucking time. Really, from when we had the idea of doing the Colin Jost challenge, where we sent out pictures of both of us across the country and had people hand out, had people go in the street and say, "I'm sorry, could you just tell me which of these two people you think is better looking?" It was there that I was like, you know what? A lot of people have told me they think Colin Jost is attractive. Like, no one's, I've never, other than you and like Feidelberg, no one's been like, yeah, Colin Jost, average. People yeah, are I think, like, I think the majority is on straight the girls, side. gay guys. They all, they don't, they don't, don't just think it. he's handsome. They're like, hot. he's hot. I don't get it. And he fucking isn't. <laughs> and that's why I'm going to do a, that's why a this uh, podcast exists. I'm going to, we're going to do uh, an addendum to the rule of straight girls don't get to say, which guys are hot? Straight girls and gay guys don't get to say which guys are hot. <laughs> Only you and me, Pete. <laughs> I'm in. Only fucking people I trust with this. Uh, I went on a uh, a booze cruise this weekend in nice. Boston Harbor, and there were two guys um, from a Bravo reality show on the uh, on the cruise, and one of them was like the most handsome person that I've ever seen like up close. Really? Yeah, and I like almost walked off the boat. I was like I can't be on, I can't be on the same vessel as this person. That happened one time to me. Well, yeah. like when you when you meet someone who you're like, "Oh, yeah, and it just like makes you really like insecure and mad." And it's always with a guy. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like if you see a stunning girl, you're like, "Oh, you're stunning. I get yeah, it." It's like whatever. Life must be awesome for you. Right. And like I I don't, yeah, like but you can't put yourself in the shoes of exactly. a girl. When you see when you see like a really fucking handsome guy and you're what, like, "Fuck." Yeah, I was at a wedding one time, and uh, my friend was like, hey, I don't think you've met my boyfriend. And I like turned to see this fucking like statue <laughs> of a, oh, my God. Glorious I was like, human being. I think I said, like, holy shit. <laughs> and then I probably followed up and be like, oh, just, you're very handsome. So this was uh, the first time I saw this guy. Um, I, I didn't know that he was like a TV person, mm-hmm. um, but he had like he was wearing a great suit. Uh, had an unbelievable head of hair. Nice. Uh, and then I later found out that he's also a c- celebrity, I guess. I don't know. He's a Bravo reality TV mm-hmm. show star. Uh, and he's also a military veteran. I was like, that's not even fucking fair. That guy has everything fucking going yeah. for him. Uh, but they, we went to like this swanky after party after the cruise thing. And uh, guess what I did? I uh, got nachos. No, I left with friends and went to a dive bar and played uh, Papa Shot and drank like three two dollar Bud Lights yeah. all night and played jukebox tunes. Yeah, it was uh, like maybe the most proud of myself and of the people that I associate with. Why? Instead of staying at the swanky yeah. thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, it was so much more fun to go to like a shitty ass bar. It is the great corner. when you wrap up a night, especially a week night. This is a weird thing. If you're like out for drinks with friends on a weeknight and it turns into like okay we this turned into we got drunk and now like now somehow like we've gone out mm-hmm. wrapping it up at like a fucking dive bar with the fucking cheap ass Bud Lights yep. with the like some people here are going to stab some other people here later <laughs> it on was, the it night. was that kind of scene yeah. so it was uh it was That's a, a great cash way. only bar. Nice. And then, like, when you walk in, uh, there's a sign that says, Hold on to your possessions. We're not responsible for anything that gets stolen from you. So, <laughs> like, Jesus. You do that, it tacks on like 25 more dollars to your night, and you have, you pack in like 600 more quick memories. 
It's a pretty fucking great. It's, it was. It's a very. It was it's, awesome. It's a very uh, cost effective way to really fucking pack on some mass. Yes, uh, I was with. Um, I was with Jared. Nice the podcast. I don't hang out with him very often, but like, nice. it was a nice it's little. Jared's a person. Yeah, who dissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a nice little. It was a lot of barstool guys. And, uh, nice. It was. It was a good time. Good peoples. That's uh, which barstool people? Uh, so actually, it was uh, Smitty's idea. You okay. Know Smitty? I don't. Uh, it was his idea to get the fuck out of that place, and I was like, I'm a hundred percent behind that. I idea. know of him, by the way. That sounded like a thing. Like I've not. I've only met for barstool people. Uh, Feidelberg and Carabas, and I think that might be it. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is like my first time meeting a bunch of the dudes. So it was Smitty, uh, Riggs, um, and then like Captain Connor was, like basically ran the event. So okay. he showed up later. Was Chaps there? Chaps was not there. Ah, I was I was very disappointed because it was it was a it was a veteran thing. Like yeah. it, was a, it was for heal our, heal our heroes. Yeah, which basically like supports uh, like mental health and soldiers when they come back nice. from war. Um, so it was a really good event. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I met a bunch of those guys. I met Rear Admiral. I met uh, I hung out with I I previously met Grinelli. Uh, oh, so yes, he's yeah. There. So he's he that's that kid's an awesome great dude. dude. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was a really good time. Nice. So you missed out. You should have come. Yeah, I would have liked to. I was unavailable, but it made me the thing I was most bummed about was uh, Chaps was going to be there in my mind, even though no yeah. one had said Chaps was going to be there. I was like, I, I really would have liked to go and meet Chaps. Also, office manager Brett was there, and he is a really good dude. I, yeah, I meet I've him, also meet him connected on a spiritual level. Also, uh, Lewis. Throughout throughout this, oh, uh, I have not. I've, I don't think I've ever met Lewis. We we met him. He was in. Uh, we uh, we very briefly crossed paths, paths with him yeah, there, right. but I've I've like spun with Lewis. Mm-hmm. Lewis is a good guy. Um, this the rest of this podcast is me just gonna be remembering which barstool people <laughs> that I've you've met, met before. <laughs> right. I mean, really, most people we know because everyone has ended up working for barstool. Yeah. Pretty so much. and just be like, oh yeah, uh, this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, welcome to Efron Week. This is Efron Week. Uh, we are having three episodes this week uh, focused mainly on Zach Efron. We're going to be doing heat checks left, fucking right, and center. And uh, we're going to be reviewing some Zach Efron movies. For this episode, we reviewed uh, or we watched Hairspray. Uh, Baywatch comes out on... Did I already mention Baywatch? No, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Baywatch... The reason we're doing it is because Baywatch comes out uh, on Friday, but we're going to catch some early peaks, so we'll be able to have a review on... You, you were texting me earlier today. Are they showing it on Wednesday, too? Yeah, that's wild. So fuck? normally when a movie comes out on Friday, you can see it on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so why? when did that start happening? I don't know. What, where they started like, cheating it out? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that like ever was blatantly like stated. I don't think it was a thing when I was a kid no because I would have I didn't have any fucking friends I would have been fucking racing out and seeing <laughs> Thursday movies left and right yeah I don't I don't know if I like that because they still they still marketed it as coming out on the Friday yeah and then they just like put it in theaters on Thursday but don't you think that's a cool move like you, you can go sneak out of work on a Wednesday catch a movie and then when people are like can't wait for this to come out be like yeah it was really good because they don't I, fucking know. I feel like most people don't know that it but, shows that early. Yeah, but now they're putting it on Wednesdays. Like, eventually, they're just gonna like put movies out on the Monday. You know of... what it is? For a while, video games. I don't know where it's at now because I don't play video games because I'm not a fucking loser. Um, they. Uh, I like how within probably 14 seconds, I just said. I went to movies to do this because I'm a loser, and then I don't play video games because I'm not no. a fucking loser. Yeah. Um, video games. 
with the years of the sports games, they got really out of hand. So it would be like, uh, in let's say it's uh, 1998, that football game for that season, they'll say it would be like Madden 99 because it's going to change over during that football season. And then like NHL would be like, okay, fine, we're doing that too. And then all the sports would do that. And they would like che- they would each like cheat forward by like a month at a time or whatever. And then it'd be like fucking 2002 and fucking like, NHL 16 is coming out because they're <laughs> all never fucking... Yes, it did. You're yes, completely it did. making yes, this it up. Yes, it did. Like, uh, Madden and ESPN. ESPN had a brief... Do you remember that? Yeah, and they, it was better than Madden. ESPN football? Yeah. Was fucking awesome. Yeah. There was a thing in ESPN football where... The one with uh, Terrell Owens on the cover yeah, might be like yeah. the best football game of all time. That's, for its, it was for its, so good. For its year. And, yeah, but there was, there was like a small window. It was probably like probably 03 through 05 i want to say those madden games were fucking Great. awesome yeah so they always good. had good charlotte on and the you soundtrack. could simulate the fuck out of stuff and yeah. you could just be a gm and yeah. the, the way it the way it ought to be but tony in, bruno on the on the radio yeah, yeah the, a lot of tony bruno <laughs> yes. tony bruno was flapping his gums uh there was though in espn football you could build up a charge do you remember with that if you were uh, running with the ball, you could build up a charge, I don't and then you could break tackles. So here's what you'd do: you just take a fat, like thick quarterback, like Donovan McNabb, always, always be the Eagles, and just uh, when you drop back, build up a charge as you're dropping back, and then just fucking run through everybody. It was Jesus. unbelievable. It was a lot of fun. Wild shit. Um, how do we get on that? Uh, talking about movies cheating days yeah yeah that seriously was a thing I, I i'm definitely not gonna do the work but if someone wants to do that and point out like hey this video game like ncaa 2008 came out in 2003 i'll totally fucking believe that <laughs> um so uh we watched hairspray uh how do you how do we feel uh hairspray sucked <laughs> hairspray, so hairspray sucked and i it started off great for me Really? I was really so my first so they did, they did the whole like we're starting this movie off with a musical number we're going to kick you right in the dick. Yeah. Just like La La Land. Right. Well, just like a musical. <laughs> Do all musicals start with a musical number? There's usually a pretty really? big. Yeah, there's usually like a, we're here in this town and now we dance, and which is how I begin every day. Uh so this one I this is the kind of musical that gives musicals a bad rap. It was the corniest. Too much John Travolta. It was the corniest motherfucking musical I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, the story stank. Story stank. Uh, the first few songs were really good. So much so that I wrote down. Uh, let's see. Two songs in. I'm gonna be on the lookout for a bad song because I think there might not be one. But then there were the there the, 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 the whole thing was just like super underwhelming. Um, I did like the first song. Hello, Baltimore. Yeah, a lot of uh, it was very. A lot of the songs sounded like like the Ronettes and um, like Phil Spector type shit. So I like that. Um, here's a note I wrote down: How long has Britney Snow been pay- been playing the exact same age? Something like fourteen years. It's it's got to be close. You know who else is doing that same thing? James Marsden. Oh well, uh, what James Marsden's been playing like twenty seven for yeah, like it has looked twenty five years. James Marsden, man, stud. Ay ay ay. Yeah, ay caramba. <laughs> a lot of good stuff there. 
<laughs> um, uh, so we've been talking about how, uh, so we do video cameras and then at the end of the episodes, we send it to our guy, Dan, uh, Dan which we, we haven't mentioned him on the podcast. Yeah. Yet. So we've got a new guy, our guy, Dan, yes, and uh, he edits guy, down Dan. some fun little quick video things. So we try to take note of if something funny happens, if there's like a good like three and a half minutes, we can pack down to 30 seconds. It'd be good. I think we just do a video that's just like on James Marsden. And it's like, I caramba, good, <laughs> I like it. A lot of good stuff there. Yeah, that could. that's actually not a bad idea. We should do that with a lot of things. Like, what if, because that, that'd be a fun little sneak attack. It's like a, uh, there's, I think it's called a blackout in sketch comedy where there, where it's a sketch that's like five seconds long. Oh, really? And like, that's the joke that. Uh, well, have you ever seen um, the the YouTube channel 10 Second Something? Ten uh, it's a sensitive subject. I came up with the idea. Never executed it. Oh, man. Yeah. You suck, huh? I know. I know. I could Ten have. second films, right? I think that's yeah, something called. like that. Five uh, second films? Yeah. That it, was, it's hilarious. And then like it just became Vines. Yeah. And then there was that guy. Did you fall? Were you ever like following people on Vine? Uh, very short. Very, br- very briefly. Did you follow Nicholas Megalis? No, I don't think so. He was fucking awesome. Really? He would do like hooks and they would just like loop perfectly. And they were, he was a funny guy. But what was I saying? Now um, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> just like Vine. Yeah. They, they... I, have to, I just have to assume like every Vine star is now just dead. That's funny. When that news came out, people were like, what are we going to do with the Vine stars? Like fucking I can let them keep, die. Yeah. Like not paying attention to them <laughs> right. because they're on fucking Vine. Logan Paul can get the fuck out of my face. Don't. I haven't even heard that name before. Are you serious? I haven't even heard the name Logan he, or Paul individually. He's That's like, how little he's I know like the number guy. one Vine star. And now they're like trying to turn him into a movie star. He's had. Like, how the fuck do you go from fucking vines to movies? Do you know how much longer than move than <laughs> like vines movies are? More than six seconds. They're like, what? So I'm I'm bad at math. It's got to be a thousand times longer than a vine. <laughs> I don't know. I'm bad at. I math don't know. Too, we, so like, we don't, I'm not going to think about that because it's going to give. I me don't a think anybody knows. Uh, yeah, we should really do an episode where we just fucking trashed Logan Paul because you need to do some research. That guy is the fucking worst. Probably takes like. 45 seconds to go through all his work. Yeah, good Fucking point. sprint through that. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Um, uh, fuck, we were talking about the video. Oh, so uh, Blackout, I think that's what it's called. Um, I was at a sketch comedy show, and there was a Blackout. I did not know that, that was such, there was such thing as that. Yeah. So, it kind of catches you off guard, and that's, like, that's kind of the joke, that it was only that quick. Uh, it was people on a flight... And uh, they, yeah, like a flight's wrapping up and the overhead says like, uh, please uh, be aware or whatever that some of your luggage may have shifted uh, during the flight. You know how they say that? Yeah. And the guy's like, says to like the person as he's getting up, he's like, oh man. I hope my luggage didn't shift too much. <laughs> and that's the end of it. <laughs> like, it, it was so fucking funny. I was oh, laughing for like the rest of the night at that. <laughs> what? Because cause then like... The, it's just so it fucking just stupid ends. that it's hilarious. Right. Which, well, it's just pointing out like, why do they fucking warn you that your luggage may shift? Like, what, what are you going to fucking do about it? <laughs> <That's true. laughs> like, not take your luggage. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Hairspray, did you write down any notes? You, do you know mm. any jotting? No. I, uh, I wanted to kill myself during that movie. 
I wrote down uh, they're trying to. So I didn't know there was. This was a lot about uh, race relations. Yeah, and what the fuck? Fat relations. <laughs> yeah. They, they, so Baltimore a- in this time, which I'm assuming is like early 60s, uh, maybe like late 50s, something like that, uh, very unaware that black people and fat people are capable of doing anything. Yeah. This is what happens. They go and they dance, and then a black person comes and dances, and they're like, but how did you do that? And it's like, because he's also a person. And then like a fat, I, I think it's, I don't want to say it's more offensive to fat people than to black people. It's but probably incorrect. Like, they're way more surprised that a fat person can, can move yeah. than like, I don't know. I'm I'm just. I, so this movie was uncomfortable just because like it's the corniest movie of all time, and then they're like the, the, the subject matter was super serious, kind of heavy. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you? What is this movie? And uh, like, there's John Travolta as a as a woman, mm-hmm. Dan, a fat woman, yes. who's like never leaves the house, basically like a hermit. And then the second she leaves, there's some fucking Willy Wonka shit where it's like, uh, I don't, I'm afraid to leave my bed, and they take fucking five hours to talk them out of fucking leaving their bed, and then they hop out of their bed and they're fucking Dancing, doing a dance. Right. Like that's not you take fucking baby steps. The shit of like, oh, like I'm too fat. I'm so afraid of leaving the house. The next thing she fucking does, John Travolta, after leaving the house, is ask for a bra at the fucking store. Right. Like, and like brags about being a double yeah, E, like a 49 double E. <laughs> right. Um, so speaking of the weight thing, um, the most dramatic part of the movie is Zac Efron accidentally making a fat joke. What did he do? What did he do? He's like, I'm sorry that this is. He's like, this is a little heavy for me. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like that. And he didn't. But it's like that's the fucking. Like, that's... You, know, you know what else is kind of fat in that movie? Zach Efron. He, is he? No, he just has his baby fat. He's his, yeah, right. His face is not the Zach Efron that we know now. Zach Efron looks like shit in that movie. Yeah, he does. He doesn't so, look good. Like so much so that like Homegirl, too good for him. They they <laughs> they, they play up a lot of like oh this guy's falling for uh, like this fat girl <laughs> yeah and seriously that's what they do I know um, I'm like the way that Zac Efron looks here e- even for high schoolers I feel like they wouldn't fucking bat an eye at that uh, I so I thought it was really weird the dynamic of like they didn't explain. So they built Zac Efron up as a TV star at the beginning, and then yeah. like also they happen to mention that they or they don't mention halfway that they through they're go like to he goes together. to the same school. Right. Yeah, he's like sitting in the same class that she's getting yelled at earlier. In. Yeah, why if she's obsessed with dancing, why is she fucking snoozing? Why isn't she fucking like trying to trying to do a little something with Zac Efron? Pass some notes, do something. Um, also, why isn't everybody in that school getting detention? Because detention is lit as detention AF. is amazing in that movie. Yeah, I know. It's just a lot of black people it's so, dancing. It's pretty. That's pretty racist. It's that's what it no, is. No, I'm just saying. You're like, not on, saying on, I'm racist. No, on okay. the movie's part, yeah. it's like, oh, here's the detention room. It's just all black people, and they're all going wild and dancing the entire time. So. All those kids, they're like the nicest people in, or they're, they're like the most normal people in the movie. Yeah. Everybody else is fucking tapped fucking six ways from Sunday. I'm like, how the fuck did these kids get detention? Right. <laughs> they're like the only accepting and nice, friendly people here. Unless they were literally just dancing. Unless all they ever do is dance and they were just dancing in class and they were like, all right, you got to. I'm going to give you detention if you can. All right. Just fuck. All right. Dance your way to detention. All right. Fine. Which, I mean, I wouldn't put it out of the question because that's literally all they did was just dance in detention the entire time. Uh, detention does seem fucking awesome. I did write down that same note. Uh, Christopher Walken plays 
the father of the main character married to John Travolta. Cool little move that he does. He cheats on his wife, and then she catches him, so he just does a song and dance for her, and then it's okay. It's good relationship advice. Fucking crazy stuff. As I was writing down that note, I was like, you know what, though? Like, a lot of people get caught cheating and don't even do a song and dance and right. still and they, get forgiven. Yeah, that's a good point. So, like, I'm not trying at to victim shame the, John Travolta right now. At least he went the extra mile and did, did a nice little song and dance. Uh, Christopher Walken does a, his, a lot of Walkenisms in that movie. So, I wrote down, uh, when people cast Christopher Walken, do they tell him what percent to be the character and what percent to be Christopher Walken? Because this one was a very high percentage of Christopher Walken. Yeah. Uh, basically, what they had him do was go in cold... No script, just repeat the la- what the last person said, but do it as Christopher Walken. Yeah. So here's the thing. It's not verbatim, but it's close to it. Um, let me see. Uh, shit. Um, so they show the daughter on TV, and Christopher Walken and his wife, John Travolta, are watching this <laughs> on TV, and they're reacting. And, and his wife, John Travolta. So, the ma- so his, wife, me. his wife, John Travolta, says... Look at her, and to think I stopped her from chasing her dreams. So, like, got it. That information's out there. And Christopher Walken says something to the effect of, Wow! Could you believe she's on television? It's usually a better Christopher Walken impression. But, like, he basically just says exactly what she (laughs) said, but he threw in, like, a couple of, like... a Walken twist. A daughter. (laughs) Like, just kind of Walkens it up 60%. I think that that's actually a pretty cool thing. If he didn't have to go in with the script and it's just like, just fucking read the room. <laughs> Add Christopher Walken to what's going on. We'll be fine with it. Did you, uh, did you watch the, did you see the outtakes of Superbad? I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before. I, I have seen them at some point. So the kid at the party that says uh, to Seth, you know, when he says, like, let's do another one to me. Yeah. Um, so the kid that, that starts that scene, by it's an Asian kid. He goes, to Seth. Yeah. And then they all go, woo! And then, like, something happens, and then he says, let's do another one to me. And that, So the longer part of that uh, scene is that kid goes, to Seth, and they all take a shot, and then it cuts to the kid, and he hasn't taken a shot yet, and he goes, to this man... Bring up of the booze, <laughs> but, like I forget what he he says something of like imbibement, and it's just the best Christopher Walken. It's impression. the best Christopher Walken impression ever, and he does it for like a minute, <laughs> and then uh, how the fuck did that make the movie? <laughs> I know, and then Jonah Hill goes like, I don't know what's wrong with that guy, but let's do another one to me. So they they cut out this unbelievable fucking part. Well, that movie didn't need it, so. Didn't need that great part. Well, I mean, it's still it could always movie. be better. It's still it's a great a, movie. That's like a thousand. That movie's a thousand out of a thousand. Yeah. Did I tell you what my friends and I did when we went to see that movie? No. We decided we were gonna. Uh, we always liked how in when they show kids going to movies in um, in like TV or in movies. There's always some kids who are like being annoying and like mm-hmm. they're throwing popcorn all over the place and they're high fiving and stuff. And we always found the idea of high fiving in a movie to be the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like who the that fuck never laughs happens. at something? And then right. like like if we like I don't know if we've ever been to a comedy show before. Or maybe we have. I don't think we've ever 
thought like, oh man, I ought to. I ought to dap up Pete for that. That was a good joke we just heard. <laughs> right. So we went into Superbad. Like, th- that movie was super fucking hyped. Yeah. Um, and we were like, you know what? Let's let you want to just Let's like beat. high five throughout this movie. And the fucking theater was wild. I don't think we were the only ones high fiving. I think like that scene was actually playing itself out a lot because that between that movie and old school, those are the two fucking hardest I've laughed. The craziest crowds I've seen mm-hmm. right off the bat. That was fucking big shit, man. That's I'm, I'm sorry I missed that. I would love to be in a high fiving group at a movie theater now. We can do it. Let's do it. We'd have to sit near each other. <laughs> we, we could, we'll go to like the live action Lion King and just fucking like high five when Ufasa dies. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> We're people. We don't want that lion to be alive. That right. lion's alive. It's a higher chance that he's going to do a fucking. Do you see the sea lion move? Oh man, <laughs> that was. I watched that a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I I felt bad, just like laughing as hard. So one as of I my did. friends made a joke in the a fucking group thread, and another one pointed out that like that's not funny, and I thought he was kidding, so I gave like an LOL exclamation <laughs> point, and he was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys?" That girl, the girl got ragdolled real hard. She got, <laughs> she got fucked up. She got tossed. Yeah. She got real <laughs> fucked up by that sea lion. Uh, but it was hilarious. Did you we, see the uh, the news this weekend that a uh, big game hunter died when uh, an elephant fell on him? <laughs> I mean. They killed an elephant and it just fell on this dude and killed him. Yikes. So I, I don't feel bad for hunters. Right. That's that's why I don't do any of that shit. Like, I, I don't think I'll ever need to. God forbid. I mean, when the grid goes down, maybe I'll need to. But I don't like. I don't plan on chopping down trees at any point because I think the, the tree would fall on me. <laughs> that probably. Yeah. Uh, the, big game hunters get vilified as fuck online. So that's the thing. When you said when you told me that guy died, I'm like, eh, well, had it coming. And I'm right. sure that everyone thinks that. Like, but they probably don't even stop it. They had it coming. They're probably like going through this guy's fucking records. And they're really probably like good, and then like sending yeah. like messages to the, to his funeral, being like "fuck you, buddy." Yeah. Um, another thing in did I did I write down any more notes? Oh, I wrote down. Uh, so they they tried to make Britney Snow look like the bad guy in this movie. She was a pretty good person in this movie. I felt they, like. she was totally normal. So I wrote down relatively early. I called this one. I wrote they're trying to set up Britney Snow as a bad guy. Unless she ends up being one of the racists, I'm not bite, biting on this. Her mom was like really the the bad person. Who is it, Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer can get it. She's just uh, always yeah. But so she was like the real bad one. But like, yeah. considering that that was her, uh, Britney Snow's mom, right? Like, Britney Snow turned out pretty good. Britney Snow was just jealous of the fat girl who was going to get with her crush. Well, like the girl, the, she was like dating Zac Efron. I couldn't tell if they were an item, if it was exclusive or what. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, I think they were dating. I think yeah. they were just hooking up. <laughs> um, Amanda Bynes was in this movie. Yeah, didn't need to be in it. Nope, definitely not. There were a lot of people. So like James Marsden, for me, I needed him to be in it, but I feel like a lot of people probably didn't need James Marsden or Amanda Bynes. In like it. if you pull James Marsden out of that movie, though, then like Zac Efron becomes the leading male character, and he- or the hottest male character. I because mean, Zac Efron story. is the leading male character. Is he, I mean, is he really? Oh, yeah. James Marsden. A lot of people in this movie only had like two lines. James Marsden was one of them. Amanda Bynes didn't speak at all either. Neither did Zac Efron really, though. Yeah. He, uh... I, was, I also don't like that the big payoff was the mom dancing at the end. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, this movie was it's, terrible. It's, it's, this isn't for her. 
This is about this fucking girl who has big dreams of dancing. The mom's fucking time is long past. I also don't like how like the the girl became like a wanted fugitive for yeah, no I, reason. So it was at that part. So I I I watched this in like ten different viewings. Um, I took a lot of breaks. I fell asleep. Yeah, uh, and so I didn't get what. Like I resumed it at some point, and they're fucking sneaking her in someplace, and I was not gonna rewind that and find out what was going on there. How long was this movie? Because it, it was felt uh, like two and a half. Hours. It was like an hour and fifty six minutes. Really? Yeah. That's well. That's still too long. Yeah, that should have been an hour and a half. Yeah, that's a fucking long ass movie. Um, in other Zac Efron news, uh, there's a lot of hubbub about whether or not he's dating. Uh, Alexandra Daddario. That is not the uh, that's not the one not the news bit that I thought you were going for. It's not the biggest heat. So the biggest heat check is he's playing a serial killer. Yes, playing Ted Bundy. Yes, uh, par for the course. What do you mean? I think that he's got a herky jerky career. Yeah. I like that he's now gone serial killer. So we haven't done uh, a, like a legitimate honest, Zach, yeah, <laughs> legitimate Zach Efron heat check in a long time. Um, and the reason that that came about and was born. Was because he has a fucking You're weird like, career. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is, you're right, this is par for the course. It's a fucking weird ass move. Right. He's going from Baywatch to playing Ted Bundy. Uh, and he might, he, he, well, you think he's going to do okay? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's a, uh, how often do we watch Zac Efron movies and are like, oh, good job, Zac Efron? We Not just watch them because he's fucking part of our life. And it's true. that's the fucking deal. And uh, like, Ted Bundy definitely wasn't that. Uh, attractive. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with. Like, he was, Ted Bundy supposed, wasn't that funny. Wasn't that bad? Yeah. Uh, no. So like he, he's known as like the attractive serial killer, apparently, and he do, he's not that attractive. He kind of looks like Anthony Weiner. Let me see. Ooh. Oh God, no, would not. <laughs> uh, yeah. So bad dude, and also not not that good looking. So uh, they might have reached a little too high. With Zac Efron here, but maybe there, maybe they tie in some science fiction, and uh, they make it so they start Zac Efron off as Ted Bundy, and they make him ugly, kind of a she's all that type of situation, and then they once he stops killing and puts all that stuff behind him, he emerges and he's actually <clears throat> Zac Efron all along. He's actually just was really misunderstood. He was just right. Everyone was just looking at him the wrong way. He was just. Just wasn't taking himself. I have a fascination with serial killers, so I'm pretty interested to see where this one goes. Do you feel weird about that? Not to get like real. Like when I was a kid, I like read a couple books about Hitler, and I was like, "Why do I want to read about Hitler?" Right? Yeah, now? I. It makes me wonder. Like, am I am I fucked up? But I feel like there's it's it's okay now that I'm older. It's like there's just like a, it's just a fascination, right? With no, people yeah, that you don't understand. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's I I saw Life Is Beautiful. Uh, have you ever seen that? No. Um, it's a good movie. And it's about Nazi Germany and such. And I, uh, yeah, after I was like, fucking Hitler guy. And I like, yeah, went so to like, the school library and got like, a, I was like, I need a book about Hitler. I, I respect that move. Uh, I, I've had like a fascination with the Columbine killers for like a long time. Oh, jeez. I read the, the Columbine book uh, by, I forget who, it was just called Columbine, I think. And uh, that book's really good. Um, have you ever read the Columbine Wikipedia page? No. It is wild. It's like a firsthand, like, play-by-play of Columbine. It's crazy. Fuck. Yeah. It sucks. Now I'm going to go read that. Like, yeah. 
like when when I see like really like I you know that like the like fucking like evil scary shit I, it gives me the willies. I generally just sit it out and try to back like it doesn't happen. <clears throat> I just get fucking fascinated. Yeah, and like especially serial killers. Um... You would have fucking loved it. I took a course in college called Homicide, mm. and. A, it was taught by the coolest fucking guy in the world. It was the dean of the liberal arts school. He's just like this fucking awesome guy with a mustache who smokes cigars. And he would talk like this. Okay. I'm, I'm, already like, like, I'm already in. Like, I'll be honest. I skipped a lot of classes in college. None of I those. never fucking skipped this class. I would do the fucking reading. We read, um, what's the one, uh, something in the devil in the something city? I don't know. Oh, man. This was, uh, it's, it was about what's his face? Uh, H.H. Holmes? Fuck, man, you're into serial killers and you don't know... I think his name's H.H. Holmes. I'm into specific serial killers. I I know a lot about a few of them. Yeah, dude, so you want to do H.H. Holmes. He, uh... I think it's called Devil in... Devil in the White City. Read that fucking book. It's... It's a book about this fucking guy. So, uh, Chicago, they made... I hope I'm not mixing too many things together uh yeah so chicago they made into this fucking like it was on the up and up Mm -hmm. and all the cool people you want to come to chicago and if you want to you want to start a life for yourself come to chicago so this hh holmes guy was like i know what i'm gonna do in chicago i'm just gonna fucking take all the people and kill them and he had this like he had a fucking mansion with uh, like a torture chamber in the basement and everything, Jesus. and he would just fucking he would take the people and he would kill them. Wow, that yeah. seems like my kind of guy. Right. So on the Dario thing, do we care about that? Uh, I mean, I'm for it. That's a that's a fucking hot couple right there. Yeah. Uh, I don't have many thoughts beyond that. That's like a marry that Zach. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean. But, I mean, if you're Zach Efron, you can get anybody you want, pretty much, right? I think that you, then you should want Alex Daddario. That's true. Is her career, is her career arc going places? So that's the thing. Like, so I'm not a big Jessica Biel guy. I, I'm not either. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't understand. But I know, that a lot of, I know that a lot of people think she's really beautiful and everything. And great. Good for them. Maybe they're right. Um, <laughs> but, so, like, Justin Timberlake is thinking, and it's probably more likely that he fell in love with this person and married them. Yeah. Uh, but if Justin Timberlake's like, I need that fucking A-list star, like hot shit, all this stuff. At the time that he marries Jessica Biel, no one's ever going to be like, ah, oh, you didn't marry someone who's your equal because she was... She was a star. Right. So there's no besmirching, I think, either side when they kind of lock in the other one's celebrity. Yeah, but like Alex Daddario, is she really like a... She really like an A list star in the making. Uh, the, the the biggest thing that she's known for right now is True Detective, and it's just because she showed her boobs. <laughs> showed her boobs. <laughs> nah, she was in a couple episodes of New Girl. Was she? I don't. Yeah, even she was. She's that. Uh, one of the hot neighbors that uh, Winston does stuff for. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, like that's not something to hang your hat on. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I hope they fall in love and that they like each other. So that's that's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, I, I shallow just, hell over here. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't see uh, Zac Efron being the. Uh, I'm. I'm really like gonna fall in love here. I think that. Uh, so Zac Efron. This is a quote that you liked that he said. Uh, 
I wanted, so when he's talking about the role that he took in Baywatch, he said, I want to be made fun of and be everything that's wrong with being a man right now. I felt like it was an opportunity to take this cocky, ripped Olympic athlete douchebag and watch him go through a change in his life where he becomes a man. That story arc really appealed to me. You know why that story arc really appealed to him? Because he's this cocky, ripped <laughs> douchebag. Uh, yeah. cop, cocky, ripped douchebag. He's just not an Olympic athlete. He's an actor. Right. Um, so that quote had me right until the where he becomes a man. <sighs> just fucking stay a douchebag. Do whatever. <laughs> like, just... just well, Steer into the skid, Zach. That's also like kind of a spoiler for Baywatch. Now we know Matt Brody's going to turn into a man. That he, yeah, that he's going to fucking get a little hair on his chest. Fucking, ugh. I, Zach Efron, I want to like him. I want to like him. I want to believe that I he's like, like that this. he's in my life. I don't know if I like him. I like that he's in my life. So he's, he's your Darren Ravel. Yes. At one time on this podcast, you said that I asked you your thoughts on Darren Ravel, and you said, I like. That I love he that exists. he exists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, Zac Efron, uh, so more or less douchey than Miles Teller. Definitely more douchey, right? Like uh, Miles Teller, I think knows his truth. I think that Zac, I look at Zac Efron, and he's just he's just like a kind of he's the the puppy who lost his way. Yeah. So there's more going on behind the skull for Miles Teller than there is for Zac Efron. Totally. Totally. I think that like if we were to be like, hey, Miles, sometimes you come off as a dick. He'd be like, well, he he'd put this in like a cool, eloquent way. He'd be like, right. well, I mean, the way I see it, like, um. So here here's the here's the here's what I the I think that... I think I'm spot on here. Uh, Miles Teller is actually misunderstood. Uh, like people, he comes off as cocky and as arrogant and as douchebag, and like people just think that that's that's all that he is. Yeah, and he's misunderstood. Uh, Zac Efron is the guy who is a complete douchebag and like wants he tells everybody that he's misunderstood and he's not really. Well, I don't know if you heard about this, but Zac Efron can't go on dates. Really? Yeah. Well, why? What's his reasoning? You don't remember this? No. We did like a. Th- Thick heat check on this. Yeah. This podcast said is that, running like on three years now. He so. said that he can't. So you, you know what you just did? You just uh, video game dated this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This the is beginning our, of this. this it was our... like a year and a half. And now so... we're like, it's like a seven year old podcast. <laughs> right. um, but uh, fuck, he said that he can't go on dates because people, because they, they know too much about him. What? He's like, they can't get to know me because they already know who I am. Oh my god! Which I kind of understand. I, I again, I hear him saying that, and he's like a hurt puppy that just wants to be understood. But that sounds like him saying, "You already fucking know me. You know what it is <laughs> when I walk into that fucking bistro." So what you know, tra- you're talking to so, Zach fucking Efron, so High School Musical is he, Three. Is he saying that like uh, people already? draw conclusions yeah on yeah 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 he's saying like it's tough for him to, f- to make a fresh connection with somebody which i get given that he's that big i i think that's true but you can't say that right <laughs> like, you or can you, let that or, be the case you can't say you that. have to find a better way to say it <laughs> yes um uh are you excited for baywatch i'm very excited i'm for like baywatch. super excited yeah, for like, this has been like so this all is, i have this is the biggest blockbuster of the year right yeah, this is the, this is the War Dogs of 2017. <laughs> uh, I'm also really excited for that uh, that movie with Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell. Yeah, which, me too. The House. Yeah, which I think is going to uh, there's a 
there's a huge potential for flop there. You know what we should do? We should go to see the house, and we should sneak in the house. Oh. Do you know what I call the house? The movie theater. No. What? Uh, Maxwell House. <laughs> in college, I would say, uh, I'm, I'm chilling at the house, and that would mean... You're drinking coffee. Drinking some instant coffee. Nice. Yeah. Uh, is Maxwell House instant coffee? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had Maxwell House? I don't think so. Bad? Don't do it. Okay. It is so bad. I have some Maxwell House in my apartment for when I run out of uh, K-Cups, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't... I, I'm mad that I have it because I want to not have anything. So if I run out of K-Cups, I just go out and fucking drink coffee. Do you have any uh, any abilities to make coffee? Like, are you a making coffee guy? I you... was because I'm an old geezer and Keurig wasn't always <laughs> around in my life. Uh, I used to just, I, I like just fucking like putting on a pot of coffee, but I don't have that capability anymore. You couldn't do it if you, if you I know to. I know how to, not to brag. Okay. I, I got a few tricks I, up my sleeve there. I, this might surprise you, I am a big Farberware guy and also I recently got a French press. Uh, French press. That's awesome. What's Farberware? So that's... Far- Farberware is basically, it's the type of, uh, coffee brewer thing. And it's like basically the stainless steel. Uh, oh you, yeah. Yeah. You put like the, the grounds in it and yeah. then you fill it with the water and then you like, it's basically steams. the. So coffee I'm in a down. tight spot right now because you said this is going to surprise you. You were taking a little shot at yourself. And if I say it does surprise me, then I'm insulting you. No. I, it does surprise me. Okay. But I do not intend to insult you there. No, that's fine. I think that's great that you do the coffee. I, I wish that I were. Like, I, I I see myself as like a pour over coffee guy. Yeah. I just don't do it. I, <laughs> I, uh, I can understand if somebody was just like, yeah, that's just a K-cup idiot who doesn't know how to fucking make <laughs> right, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, I, no, I'm the fucking same way. That's so funny. I like the idea of calling someone a K-cup idiot. Yeah, I think that's that's a real person. I don't know why I was really I was very concerned about not hurting your feelings there. Yeah, don't don't be. Um, you, you told me an interesting story uh, before the podcast. You went to a brewery. You went to three breweries. Today, I went to three breweries. Three breweries today. Drank zero beers and just drank coffee. Zero beers. I drank nothing at two of them, and I drank coffee at one of them, and uh, it was a great time. That's a, that's a weird move. So, so you, that's, you just went for hangs, huh? Right. So that you would say that's a weird move, but I wasn't weird. That feels so fucking good. If when you do a normal kind of drinking thing, and mm-hmm. this is the fucking height of a drinking thing. I uh, so I I wish that I went to more breweries. I've only been to like two, one or two in my life. Going to breweries is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's just I, a bunch of fucking people standing around, and it's cool. Um, and they're all people who go to breweries, so mm-hmm. you know they're all cool. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, it's I, I take little breaks from drinking, and uh, I'm trying to dry out for a couple of weeks right now. And when you're in social settings where you're choosing not to drink, it can kind of get in your head, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Fuck! Like, am I being weird? Am I not being cool? Blah blah." And all these sort of neuroses that typically you don't experience when you're drinking because your brain's so fucking happy it's drinking, uh, kind of pop up there. Yeah, and. I'm always, like, psyched. If I go out and legitimately have a good time without drinking, I'm, like... Pretty proud of yourself. Right. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know what? These other fuckers probably couldn't do that because... So, so you know what I did this weekend? Uh, I nervous sipped a lot. 
So I was like yeah. in, a, in a social setting where like I was meeting a bunch of new people, uh, people that I wasn't really like familiar with. And uh, do you do this like when you when you drink and you just kind of like suck yeah, yeah, down yeah. drinks yeah. just because oh, yeah. you're just trying to like fill the time at some point? It's called every come, second of my life, right? So uh, a little dangerous situation. There was an open bar, ooh. So uh, I was drinking hard alcohol and I was nervous sipping, and that. I got pretty drunk pretty fast. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, I don't know. I, I was, I was, I was feeling a little weird, and I was like, I'm just gonna get really fucking drunk. I'm gonna like try to see where the fucking bottom is here. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, I like didn't get that drunk. I drank really? like probably, I like not exaggerating. That I, I'm not gonna say the number because oh, then I'm gonna say be it. the fucking say guy. It. That's, uh, say it. Say like, it. You put down a six pack. I probably had like, like conservatively like 12 to 15 scotch and sodas okay, in addition to like beers before the wedding and stuff and i was just like i like didn't turn into an animal or whatever and then the next fucking week i didn't drink that much and yeah, did man, turn into an animal it, i don't know i don't understand how the how the body works because yeah. i so i didn't get out of control on saturday um but and i drank like a lot and I felt like I drank less the night before, and I got like I blacked out on Friday. Yeah, so I just don't know. I don't know how it works. Like I'm, I'm so bad at drinking. Yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm still, uh, I'm like I still have the, um, the like post blackout shame and <laughs> anger of can, my most recent time getting I can, blackout. I can feel it. Like yeah, y- you, you've been just been like walking around in shame for like two weeks. I feel like yeah. Yeah, that's uh yeah. <laughs> by the way, on uh on Friday, um I got hit on. Nice. By, by a man. Yes. A man, and he definitely uh wanted to do the sex. Awesome. So that's That's uh, typically where another one hitting on, the board on for can me. go. Uh how was that? It was not great. He was wasted. Ugh. Yeah, so you, you should have So I felt I felt like I I could connect with women in that moment because when guys get wasted and like really creepy towards girls, yeah. they always talk about how that's like the worst thing in the world. Yes, this was the worst thing in the world. Oh, I was just like just trying to get away from this dude, yeah, and like make him leave me the fuck alone, and I didn't want to like piss him off, so I was just like, ha, cool man, all right, uh, I'm gonna go over here and hang out with my friends, and you just like follow me. You're not a piece of meat, man. You're right. I mean, I actually. So this is a thing that I have. Bruntouchables. If we ever see each other anywhere, don't fucking do this. I don't like if we're staying near each other and I fucking take a few steps over. If uh, some people will just naturally take a few steps over as well. And it, whenever I feel that someone is moving in shadowing concert you? with me, yes, right, like shadowing me, I get fucking like angry. Okay. And I'm like, and it gets to the point where it goes from like, huh, this person's acting kind of weird to like, I fucking hate this person. <laughs> And then for, like, months, I kind of have that negative idea of that person. And I'll forget why, even. And then I'm like, oh, right, that person fucking shadowed me. I hate that <laughs> shit. I, I, had a, I had a real, um, like, angry experience. So you know me. I don't get angry that, that often. Uh, only Pretty when happy you, kid. Only when you uh, abandon me. Yes. Uh, and fall asleep instead of taping this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had, a, I had a real angry moment at the dive bar on Saturday night. Um, I was playing Papa Shot playing with my buddy Schmitty, uh, we got challenged by two random hipster dudes who were like, well, fuck you guys up if you want to go 2v2. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, fuck it. And they are like, all right, winner gets a beer. Uh, they smoked us. So I basically 
kind of sure that those guys are hustlers. <laughs> Pop yeah. shot hustlers. Yeah. They I don't think they've ever Did drank two dollar beers. I don't think they've ever drank a beer in their life that they didn't win Ooh. from Papa Shot. Uh and here's here's where I got real mad. Uh they followed us to the bar and were like where our beers to make sure you got the yeah. fucking beer. I, I'd be like, dude, we, it's we, fucking we two dollars. Suck we were my like, dick. We we're like, dude, we're having we're having a good time here. Uh, we're 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 fine. We'll get you your beers. Yeah, get the fuck away from, uh, from they, us. But they were like, pay up now. Yes, that dude like like came up, grabbed me on the shoulder, and was like, where are our beers? I was gonna be like, are you? F- I was gonna get you your beer, but now you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, did you end up getting him? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like. Follow the man of my word, but yeah. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's fucking annoying. Oh, man. It, it, it does make me want to go to <clears throat> uh, a fucking shitty, cheap bar. You ever? It's the best. Yeah. The, uh, Sligo and Davis. So I used to live in Davis Square, and Davis Square is the, the best. And there is a bar called Sligo, and it is – I was actually talking about it with a friend the other day. It's like going to Market Basket. Same sort of deal. Like, go there with a 20. I dare you to fucking spend the whole thing. Yeah, man. Shitty bars are the best. Yeah. I've actually got a few. I was going to name my other favorite one, but I don't want anybody to go to it. Because okay, like, a, a good, lot of people don't move. know about it. So I've tweeted. So my favorite bar in Waltham is not a shitty bar. It's like it's just like a really small, almost hole-in-the-wall type yeah. situation. But it's, it's a nice bar. Um, and I've tweeted about it a few times. And people have been like, yeah, that place rules. And I'm like, yeah, don't tell anybody. because yes. it's better not it's, fucking see you there. It's small, and I don't want it to blow up. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, basically, I think my thesis is I, I don't like to see people. Yeah. Don't fucking go to, Leave it, we're going to go to things and just, actually, Jeff tweeted out a Boston Calling rule. Yeah. He said, if you see someone from brunch, you have to give walk up to them with a beer uh, and walk away. I don't know if that was him say, like looking out for like oh you're not gonna which day you're gonna be there Sunday? Sunday yeah I don't know if he was like talking about us or if he's just like I want free beers yeah I think so I, th- I I'm pretty sure that he like looped himself in I think that was, was mainly like, about him yes yeah. he just wants free beers um, last thing uh, dad hats <laughs> I, I think that uh, I I I'm, I don't know if you're in on this too I think that I'm officially like a fucking dad hat basic bitch. I just, I'm, I've just been fucking stockpiling them. So my most worn hat over the past month or two has definitely been my brunch dad hat. Yeah. Friends one. And it's like up there in my favorite hat of all time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a utility player. That's what it is. Yeah. You can wear it in any situation with any outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. But yeah. the new the new hats came in um, this week. Yeah. And they are awesome. They are. They're like surprisingly great. My dad saw. Like we One, get excited, really liked it. we get excited about every piece of merch that we put in the store. Yeah, but like, w- I I think that people are gonna fucking love these hats. Yeah, they're they're, they're fucking. You're wearing the Brunswick America one right yeah. now, and it's I'm so happy. I can't wait to wear mine. Yeah, I got a uh, I got the Brunches America hat, and I got a, I got a couple of the tanks, and those things are smooth. The the friends tank the one that says the white one with the black bar mm-hmm. that the material on that it's, is fucking awesome so it's it feels like it's like a running tank yeah that's like a, a great fucking like festival oh yeah tank. like that's you won't sweat through that that so it's you said it's like a penny yeah no i said no i said it was like a uh, soccer jersey soccer penny no not the, the 
those aren't mutually exclusive. A soccer jersey isn't a penny. That's correct. I'm talking about like it's like that thin kind of material that's like a soccer jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I love it. Uh, it's really fucking good. But yeah, I uh, I almost bought like 13 different dad hats this weekend, and I think that I'm just like a dad hat collector now. I don't yeah, hate you, it. You're sending them. You're sending pictures to the group chat, being like, "Should I buy this? Should I buy this?" Yeah, there was one. That there was, was one that was like forty dollars, and you were like, "Should I buy this?" And we were like, "No." Yeah, I really. So I I really wanted that one. It was a Budweiser one. Yeah. It was that. That was a cool. That was a good hat. But was a good forty dollars. So the, there needs to be a rule for dad hats. Twenty five dollars is the most a dad hat can be, and that's how much ours cost. That's exact right. The because we have premium ones. Yes. Um, I um, then there was another one I almost got. It just said Slay. That one, I can't believe you didn't get that one. I'm, I'm, I still might get it. You should. I might that get it as awesome. part of my. Uh, I, I haven't picked out any sort of uh, outfits for Boston Calling. Depends what the weather is, man. Right. It's, I might do. I might do brunch. It's I might go so brunch I, I've got so I'm I'm fucking overflowing. I got brunch merch coming out of my ass right now. I might as well wear a bunch of that shit. Yeah. So we will see you on Wednesday. Wednesday for the next thing of uh, Efron Week. We've picked the movie that we're going to do. It's what one is it? It's uh, Amanda Cruz in it. Oh, uh, yeah, I still don't know. It's like, 